Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, it's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know. Why, why are you giggling over there? I don't know. I was like listening to our intro. Yeah. And I realized that Noi has no sense of humor. <laughs> it's funny because I was going to say I have it memorized, but now I'm like, wait, why? What did Noi say? Because Steve is like, my name is Steve Moy. And she's like, huh, that rhymes with my first name, Noi. Oh. <laughs> but laugh, like laugh a little more. It's kind of funny. She should have been like, Noi Moy. What? It's What's not. Up? It's actually terrifying. And maybe maybe that's the scariest part about Noi Moy marrying a stranger. Is you don't know what your last name is going to be until it's too late. I mean, what if your last name, I mean... That's a bad example, but let's say you have a ridiculous last name. Yeah. I would still take it because... No, you have to. No, you don't, but... Well, that's actually true. You don't have to take the last name. The, I, uh, would, I would out of respect because that's the traditional way where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And so... Although, I think and we've talked about it on the podcast before. I think some of our friends like when we shed a little light on your culture. Mm-hmm. In Czech... While you do take the husband's last name, mm-hmm. you put a little spin on it. The, the female last name is a different version than the male last name. Well, the female, la- female last name has the O-V-A at the end, mm-hmm. like Anna Kornikova, right? No, 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 no. Anna Kornikova. And are you trying to get me excited over here? Because woo, <laughs> talk about my middle school fantasies. <laughs> But yeah, a lot of... Um, so Kornikova, she's not Czech. No, but she's Russian. But yeah, Russians, Ukrainians, Polish, Czechs, Slova- Slovaks. Yeah. We all have different variants. It's I'm not sure if other nations do. I don't want to lie, but... Let's use Kornikova as an example, though. So she's Kornikova because she is... A, if she was Czech. Mm-hmm. Kornikova because she's female. Mm-hmm. Her dad would probably be... Kornikov. Kornikov. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's a little lesson for you. It's a little confusing lesson because she's or Russian. Or Kurnik. It depends. It can vary. Like my dad's Kur- last name. Kurfnik? Like my dad's last name could be a little different, but my last name would still be, the my old last name would still be pronounced the way it is. 
I don't want to say. Yeah, use but- um use a different Anna. So what was Anna from New York's last name? Well, now we came in. <laughs> and and if you could hit us with their social security and okay, address. Okay, let me pick a pick name a of ran- someone from high school, <laughs> yeah, pick right? A random last name. Let's say my friend's last name was Kozishkova. I mean, pick a name we can say, Teresa. Kozishkova, you can say Kozishkova. No, is that, what is that? When you put like different meat on a stick with the vegetables in between? No, but you know what it actually means? Kozishek means a fur. Okay. So her last name was like furry. Okay, so she, say her name again. Kozishkova. Okay, and so then her dad would be. Kozishek. There you go. Or he could and you also, guys ask why I haven't learned Czech yet? But he could be Kozishka, possibly. I don't think it would happen, but she would still be Kozishkova. How did so. we start talking about that? Oh, last I don't names. Know. Steve Moy. Oh, yeah. Noy Moy. Yeah. Anyways, guys, <laughs> it is the Married at First Sight recap podcast. We are here, and I'm excited because the drama is back. Back, kind baby, of, back, baby, kind back. Of, yeah. What are you talking about? There was- I mean, without Lindsay... I would probably be like, can I be honest? I don't know if I could take any more than Lindsay. I was white knuckling the sofa the entire back half of this episode. Because I want more. I want oh Atlanta. My. I want DC. Nah. So much drama. I mean, there's only so much drama one can take. Mm, I can and take it all. Can you? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lindsay delivered this episode. I love how, I mean, we'll get there, but I love how she... Went to the ER with a hangover uh, because he, yeah, been there, done that. You have mm-hmm. in check. You were, I once whoa, got whoa, so whoa, hungover whoa. that I could not. I could well, not. Well, okay, okay. There's a difference between alcohol poisoning and having a hangover. Did you go because you had alcohol poisoning, or did you go because you had a hangover? Well, we went out partying like crazy people. Until like 6 a.m. I kept drinking, drinking, drinking. I started feeling really sick. So then I woke up a couple hours later and I could not stop puking. I just mm. kept puking and puking and then everything was out. But I still, like, my body still did that, you know, that you want to puke. Yeah. And we lived like walking. Di- I live with my friend, Teresa. We lived walking distance from ER. She was like, I'm just going to take you there and I'm going to give you IV or something. Yeah, and yeah. she did. And it made me feel better. And I was like trying to lie. I'm like, I don't know, like something's with my stomach. And they literally were like, you're hungover. I'm like, no, no, not really. And hmm. Teresa was there with me. She goes like, she's totally hungover. And I'm like, mm, thank you, girlfriend. But anyways, they give me IV you, and you were some your, pills. You were ahead of your time because now that's that's like a new startup business. Every week is a different hangover place they have traveling hangover buses in vegas they have pop-up shops it's, it's great it really helps like if they give you the right mix of drugs yeah it helps luckily in check when you go to the er it's fully covered by your insurance even when you're hungover even when wow. you're hungover yeah Lindsay's like oh i think i ate something i shouldn't have i'm like yeah i think i did that a lot in high school and college actually mm-hmm. no absolutely like it's you could always Try and sleep it off, right? But. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to it. Or eat popcorn chicken G. Right? A little fried food. A couple popcorn chicken. lights for the kids. All right, let's. Noodles in a cup for 99 cents. Well, let's not even bring up noodles. Because <laughs> <laughs> not around Stephen Noy, at least. Let's, let's, you know, let's hold our thoughts for a second here. A couple housekeeping items. If you guys aren't following us on social media, what are you doing? 
okay, because we're having a good time over there. And a lot of you guys are having fun with us. A lot of you guys are messaging us and I'm trying to keep up. I'm so sorry. Teresa's overwhelmed. Best. And here's what I have to say about that. Let's get her even more overwhelmed. Let's send more messages to Teresa because I don't respond. Teresa doesn't allow me to respond. Well, Teresa is overwhelmed for a reason. Not for it because of you guys. It's been a crazy couple of weeks with traveling and stuff too. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm really trying to get back to you guys. But when I talk with you, I want to have a clear mind. I don't want to just <laughs> reply with one word, which is what I do to my real friends. Oh boy. And they all get pissed. What are you talking about? These are our real friends. Yes, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to just be like, yeah, sure, thanks. So... I hear you. Wait for me. Wait for my energy. It's coming back and I'm on it. And if she doesn't, I'm on it. And who knows what I'm going to say. No, so he's not. Mess- <laughs> message us, guys. Keep those messages coming. Follow us at Married3AudiPod on Instagram. We got the memes. We got the news. It's all there. So make sure it's happening. You know where to find us. Also, make sure you're following the podcast. Wherever you're listening right this very moment, follow the podcast. So easy to do. Look down. Smash that follow button. Guys, you're going to love this. Smash it as like it's as hot as the baby alpaca. Oh my gosh, I'm cute. Definitely. So cute. We could debate cute versus hot, but I'll give it to you. I'm sure she was hot. She just came out of the mm-hmm. womb. That's right. Yeah. Did you see the placenta? Oh, we'll talk about the placenta. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Wasn't it beautiful? The placenta? No, the alpaca. It was, be- it was very beautiful. And I hey. love how excited the farmer was about it. Like, guys, I mean, guys. I, I would be, I would like die seeing that yeah that's that's when you that's the the same thing it's like when you go to a concert and all of a sudden oh my god they just brought out a special guest Mm -hmm, to -hmm. perform a song it's like wait what i didn't get that special guest when i saw him last weekend these guys show up to a farm special guest baby baby alpaca that's oh it was so lucky my big dream is to go kayaking and have a seal Jump on the kayak okay. and hang out. Okay. I was I was in between kayaking and paddleboarding, but I feel like on the paddleboard I would be it would be really tough to balance it out with myself right. and a seal. Right. So I feel like my dream now is the kayak. All right. Well, don't don't give up on those dreams. And we went kayaking and we went paddleboarding where seals are. It didn't happen. We went kayaking. We saw a lot of manatees. We did. They tried to tip over our kayaks almost. They were, <laughs> I hit one with a paddle. I felt bad. Let's not talk about that. Okay. I, so accidentally. You're following the Instagram. You're following the podcast. One last thing. If you could leave a review, that's the best thing you can do for this podcast. And we got a lot of nice ones that have come in recently. We're going to read them on the main podcast and the podcast that drops Monday nights. So get your reviews in now if you haven't got one in. We really love it. It makes our day. And I know we say it every time, but every time I look down and there's a new review, I'm like, this is, what do we do to deserve this type of It's like Christmas for me and Hanukkah for John. It's a little bit like Hanukkah for me. (laughs) Guys. I wish there was eight days of reviews, but maybe if you guys keep sending them in, we will be able to do it. Guys, if you don't listen to our main podcast because you weren't watching the show it's starting again. Yeah. We have a new season of the OG 90 Day. So if you're interested to see what's going on on the main podcast, just watch 90 every Sunday night. New season dropping this week. This Sunday. That's a great point. All new couples. Mm-hmm. Well, one returning couple. But 
you guys can catch up and you'll know what's going on. Who's returning? Ari and Baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew that. So, yeah, that's a great point. Sunday starts the new season. So if you guys just came over here for maths and you want some more, check out 90 Day on Sunday. Check it out. It's dramatic. Yeah, it's wild. All right. Here we go. Let's get into this thing. Married Let's at First Sight. Season 14 for 14. Season 14, episode 14. And while all the action, I would say, happened in the last 50 to 60 minutes, mm-hmm. let's talk Let's talk a little bit. Let's touch on what happened in the first half. Let's set the stage. Yes. So everyone is getting ready for the trip. That's right. This is the couple's retreat. Yes. Episode. So it's going to be a two-day trip. Okay. Which, I mean... Is okay. It? Yeah. They how many dinners did they do? Just two? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Two day trip to Vermont, which I love. Peru, Vermont. Love Vermont, right? And so then you see all the couples like getting ready, driving. Did you see that Katina and Lindsay were driving? Like the two women were driving. I'm glad Jasmina wasn't driving because oh they wouldn't get there. <laughs> okay, before there though, everyone was packing up and leaving. Did you see that? Mark and Steve live across the hall from each other. I think I did, but I didn't really. They walked out. Now when you out. said it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now when you said it, yes. Like Mark walked out and was like, hey, and Steve and Noy live right across the hall. They must hear each other. They must hear Lindsay screaming yeah. all sorts of crazy. Because not to give a lot of information away, but we do live in an apartment complex. Not bragging. We do. I mean, they're everywhere. That's like the new way of living. Apartments? Apartment complexes. They're yeah. growing like mushrooms after <laughs> after after rain. Yeah, well when you live in a city, it's the it's the place yeah, to feel, live, I feel like. I feel like our city you have a new apartment complex on every corner. It's all over the place. It's one of the fastest growing cities in America, folks. Apparently, yeah. yeah. But yeah. It's, it's growing like mushrooms over here. That's what we say in Czech. It's <laughs> growing know. like mush mushrooms after rain. Okay. Uh, I love it. But yeah, I mean, they live across the hall from each other. Yeah, so I was going to say, we do hear our neighbors. Uh, and they probably hear us podcasting right now. So hello, neighbors. Hello. They probably hate us, but they're... Hopefully they're reality TV fans. I was going to say, they're not the um, quietest people. I'm o- That's true. I'm always waiting for the moment I walk out the front door or something and run into them. And they're like, oh, so you watch 90 Day Fiance too. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Guilty. They better be subscribed. You better subscribe. You better like and subscribe this podcast. If we ever get a bad review, I'm going to blame it on someone living around us because nah. they'll be like, okay, we listened to you the night before. Right. The review is like, so, is enough. so they're super loud in their apartment. I wish they could <laughs> talk quieter. But anyway, okay, let's hit the road. Jasmine and Michael. Yeah, Michael is driving and... And Steve was driving. Steve is driving. They're having... Michael and Jasmine are having a little conversation about what they need to focus on to get to that finish line and say yes on decision day. And Jasmina says, building a deeper connection. Mm-hmm. Michael says, all right, scale of one to ten. Did you hear the scale? I freaked out I when I like, heard the scale. I was so like, this is how the world works. Because so, this was filmed be- a year ago or whatever. Uh, months Six ago, months ago. But yeah, yeah. It's so funny because, I mean, I guess it's so true. I would never use this as an example, but Michael was basically like on a scale of um, like we're, we're enemies to, to Will ten. and Jada. One, yeah, one being enemies, 10 being Will and Jada. 
I was like, I would say. Is it say, Jada? I said it was Jada. No, it's Jada. You've not been listening to any news recently I mean, I, then. Apparently. I read, I read the uh, news. I'm yeah, but vowel, school. vowel consonant vowel makes that first vowel the long sound. So yeah, but a I thought it was like ah. Jada. That's a cool name, Jada. Jada's not a cool name? I mean, ugh. I yeah. think Jada is a little cooler. So one is enemies, 10 is Will and Jada, <laughs> which I, let me just say, because this was filmed before the whole debacle. I didn't know this, but a lot of news came out about Will and Jada. She cheated on Yeah, him. so they weren't. I knew that. It was. Oh, you did? When it, when it happened, it was in the tabloids. See, I don't read the tabs, but. Yes. I mean, social media. I, see, I didn't know anything about the Red Table Talk. I don't know anything about that August guy. And using them as like your 10 couple, I was like, well, that's confusing. Who would you use as your Woo! top 10 couple from famous people? I was going to say, my mom and my dad, I'd probably go 10. But yeah. um, from I mean, famous yeah. people. I would too. Do I know any famous people that are in a serious committed long-term relationship. I feel like if I know about them, it's because they're out doing wild shit. And usually when you're married and happy, you're not doing that sort of thing. <sighs> but again, know. like, I don't know. Okay. I don't really follow. Like, but see now, nothing comes, nothing comes to mind. So now you're making me dig. So now I, the first thing that came to my mind is Ashton and Mila. Ooh. I feel like they have a... F- oh, 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 John Krasinski. I was going to say John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. They have like a fun fun relationship that they prank... Oh my gosh, no, no, no. <laughs> I know now. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's a good and one. And Blake Lively. That's a great they have one. a great... From what we see, yeah. they have a funny, great relationship. That's I actually, love it. Okay, that's a very good one. I'm going with Blake and Ryan. Yeah, but they go 1 to 10, 1 enemies, 10 Will and Jada. I would say they're somewhere between Will and Jada and Will and Chris. I think they're somewhere between those two. Who's Will and Chris? Okay. I'm not going to explain the joke. Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I got, honestly, it took me a minute, but I got, I got it once you explained it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Yeah, let's let's, uh, take, let's take two on that joke. I love I love killing John's jokes once in a while. So Jasmina says five, right in the middle. It's a safe answer, but but it's a sad answer. Five is not gonna get her to say yes on D Day. No, and it doesn't need to be a ten, which I respect because I think that's Nothing's wishful ten. thinking, right? But it should be more than five, right? Be a seven, yeah. be an eight to say yes. And so that's kind of what she says. She's like, it needs to move more in mm-hmm. a positive direction. Let me play psychologist here for a minute, because I think the reason we hear over and over again from Jasmina, the reason there's not a higher rating, the reason they're not Will and Jada is because there's no physical connection, right? There's no intimacy. So here's my psychoanalyzing of this situation. I wonder if Michael has been conditioned to treat women as friends because he's surrounded by so many women platonically. He lives with three women Mm -hmm. as roommates. That's interesting. There's a relationship dynamic there. He's really close to his sisters. That's obviously familial and not sexual. Mm -hmm. So every woman in his life is... Close to him, 
but not in a sexual way, not in a romantic way. And I wonder if he's been conditioned to treat women more as friends That's and family. a very interesting thought. Um, I'm going to say that I feel like there is a big difference how you feel about your friends and family and your relationships. Even though you're surrounded by women, if it's not in the sexual way, you will never feel that way. But if you are straight, mm-hmm. which we think he is, yeah. then those feelings like being attracted to someone and falling in love with someone, they should come naturally. I think he is attracted to her. I mean, who's not? Yeah, but, no, I think he is too. But, but to break out of that shell and take action, because I think she is a woman who's like, no, man, you make the first move. Yes, but you you need to read the room. and she. Yeah, she's a little closed off. Once, once, a while, once in a while, she always says, uh, I don't feel not there yet. I'm not attracted to you. Like she makes these little comments that might stab him from actually do, making a move. But what's he doing aside from lighting a couple candles? That's romantic. He's I teaching her how to drive. That's a fatherly thing. Mm. He's cooking with her. Okay, but you can do that with your roommates. I mean, apparently it's not that good. Oh, it didn't look that good. But what is he doing to get out of that friend zone? I feel like it's too late. Like I if know. they were dating, they would never no, go anywhere. Second or third date would probably be over. I mean, they. I think they can get there, but I think everyone is so freaked out about a decision decision day. And honestly, if you say yes on decision day, you can divorce tomorrow, right? And that's what we always say. And I know that's not necessarily how to play the game. But yes, decision day is not that serious unless there's some rule that like you can't annul the marriage after two months or something. I don't think they can. I feel like if they could maybe annul the marriage if there are like some big issues, but I don't think they, I think they just get a divorce. Just get a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. So but, why not yeah. say yes if you're unsure and then get a divorce in a month or two or three? Well, again, as you said, you got to play the game, play the right? Game. And if you don't feel any connection after two months, most likely you're not gonna feel the connection ever. I mean, I'm I'm serious. Yeah, two, a- but it's not like two months we're dating, we see each other once or twice a week, we go to dinner, it's like, but we still have our own space. It's two months of being together all the time. If you if you cannot get closer to someone enough that you're like. I see this. I see myself with this person. We have a great relationship. We get along. Then why would you waste your time? I hear you. I just wonder, does production play into it? Does does having cameras on you 75% of the time play into it? Does knowing you have to talk about certain things play into it? And when that all disappears, does it get better or does it get worse? I think it depends on each person. I think for me, I could not do it. Like I would be like... You know, I like my privacy mm-hmm. and I could never do it. But that's why As you I speak went into a microphone about our most personal, intimate moments. Yeah, but I don't see all of anyone. Our friends. True. Well, okay. I still Right. I don't think about I don't share everything. I don't share very intimate moments. Mm-hmm. Okay. More of a high level. Okay. Unless we get <laughs> unless there's a great example to use. But yeah. the, yes, I don't see anyone. So it's not like there's a cameraman on me and I'm like talking about like when I got so drunk that I had to use an IV. Right. If someone was sitting in this room, yeah, it might feel different. 
but I could also, I'm a person who is, who can adapt very easily. Like Same I'm very here. adaptable. Like yeah. I can move from a city to city and I'll get used to it. Right. I always said that was my best, I think, attribute was being a little bit of a chameleon, being adaptable, mm-hmm. yeah. making the best of every situation. And I would agree you are that same yeah. way. But when I find something I like, I have a hard time letting it, letting it go. Does it make sense? Yeah, until you let it go. And then I think you'd probably be okay with whatever came next. True. That's true. But let's say, for example, we yeah. love We love New York City. Yes. We left. And now we love where we are now. And, and I love it because I've like the job I do. I love it. I love everything about it. Right. So it's when it's like we traded something for something else. And first I wasn't happy, but yeah, love it now. Yeah. Let's, but yes, adaptable. Yeah. Let's get to the house. Lindsay and Mark. I'm like, why did we talk about Yeah, I, don't, I forgot. So that's why we got to move on. Uh, classic. Classic John and Teresa. Lindsay and Mark are the first to arrive. They do the classic real world sprint. I don't know if you grew up watching real world. The I don't know I what it I, is. I took the real world to the veins through an IV when I was growing up. That was my first reality show that I fell in love with. But seven strangers picked to live in a house, right? And they arrive at different times. And the first person to arrive always mm. goes to the house and picks the best bedroom. That's what Lindsay and Mark did. They get there. They're running through. They find the best bedroom. Uh, Michael and Jasmine arrive shortly after. They get the second bedroom. It's so funny. The two most competitive couples are trying to beat each other. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Oh, I absolutely would. Knowing that that was the situation of first come, first serve. I absolutely would. We're leaving in the middle of the night, Teresa. We're getting there first. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'm with you. Noy and Steve, so they're on the road. They're talking about the progress they've made so far. And, of course, the only unresolved issue is the social media, noise mm-hmm. social media. And Steve addresses it. He brings up the posts and he says, I have a problem with a couple posts. It's not the fact that you're on social media. That's fine. The problem is a couple of the posts you're making, they're seemingly about me. Okay, you're not posting about your feelings or saying you're having a hard time. You're posting things directed at me. Honestly, if I hear this one more time, and I will. You will. Ugh, this is the most boring thing ever because, A, she is wrong with posting things like this on social media if he's not okay with it. And in general, you're in your 30s. You have issues. Talk about it. It's so immature. Talk about it. She's wrong. She's the only one who thinks she's right. So it's not even like anyone's taking her side and she's going, well, Lindsay agrees with me. No, your husband, the experts, everyone thinks what you're doing is wrong. And for some reason, you think it's okay. Honestly, I I don't know if you do too, but I'm sure you do. When I was younger, when I was like 14, 15, I did post on Facebook, like actual posts. I typed a status, oh, yeah. right? It was a thing. <laughs> And I sometimes get those like, oh, look what you posted 12 years ago, right? And I look at it. I'm like, look at me, such an idiot. And I had a high school boyfriend, right? Mm -hmm. And I did post like, okay, so worst weekend ever. I think I'm done, right? Things like this. I obviously, I know what I was talking about. Directed towards one person. Yeah. Put out for the world. And then all my friends commenting like, oh my gosh, like we saw you fight, like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I would never do it and it's because i 
matured. Of course. And yeah. I feel like Noi is still stuck back in high school making comments yeah. about a guy I date. Yeah, my entire Facebook history was John Mayer lyrics. I was <laughs> <laughs> I was there, but then you grow up and you go, that's not going to solve anything. It's actually going to make it worse. Mine was like complaining about school, complaining about my high school boyfriend and trying to do like witty jokes and yeah. drinking. Yeah. yeah no or asking who wants to go out for a cigarette. There was a, there was one of my, there was like, I get these like throwback posts, me like Sunday night, like, hey guys, anyone, anyone around? I have a pack of cigarettes. Did you steal the cigarettes? At, like- no, but I bought them. I just wanted to smoke with someone. But we <laughs> live, my parents moved to this tiny town. And I didn't know a lot of people, a few, but some some of my friends already had cars. Yeah. So I was always like, who wants to come for a drive? Pick me up. I have a, I have a cigarette. Jeez. Such a social smoker. <laughs> um, oh. Okay, Stephen Noy, though. He's, he's making the point that it's not social media. And that's where I'm like, Noy, just listen. He's not saying stop posting. He's not saying get off Instagram because there are some guys who are like that. There mm-hmm. are some girls who are like that. I don't want you on social media. We can have a shared account if you want, red flag. But <laughs> he's not saying that. He's like, can you not air our dirty laundry yeah, that's, on that's it. Instagram? <laughs> like you can still post whatever you want, except just come to me instead of the world if you have an issue. The best thing about this whole issue, the social media issue, was that graphic of those eight different screens that started like popping one after another. Oh, like the Brady Bunch. Yeah. And then them arguing over the same thing yeah. over and over. Noi, literally, you are in your 30s. Stop sharing things like this on social media. And it's, as you said, it's not like, oh, he's not asking you like, oh my gosh, like you went out with sushi and you posted. Don't do that. Right. He's just saying, don't post things about our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And again, this is a, this is a tired argument but it's because of the subject matter i'm all here to continue arguing about finances and steve's job because that's actually substantial like we do need to solve that Mm -hmm. this social media thing should be a non-issue it should be like oh yeah that was dumb why did i post that doesn't right should Mm -hmm. should be over but it won't be we'll we'll bring it up again so they get to the house jasmina asks how was the ride and noi goes i fell asleep so clearly they're going to try to hide their issues. So this is the fu- funny, funny in a way thing that Noi doesn't want to talk about their relationship and issues in front of the group. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's on a TV. Right. And forget that. Like That's an experiment. She posted on social media for everyone to see. So here's the thing. Because Steve brings it up at dinner mm-hmm. and wants to address it. And Noi says, no, I don't want to. And yes, she's on TV talking about it. In those circumstances, TV and social media, nobody can combat her. Nobody can argue with her. She gets to say whatever she wants Mm -hmm. and no one gets to come back and go, I think you're wrong. If you bring it up at dinner, you have whatever, six, seven other people who can go, I disagree with you. I think you're wrong. And she doesn't want to be called out on her bullshit. Mm -hmm. So she does it from the safety of, of home. Plus, she wants to have seven more views or reactions to her posts. Mm. If you just tell them over dinner mm. and they see it on social media, right. they'll be like, next. You're not going to get that fire mm-hmm. emoji reaction. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I hear that. 
So they get to the house. They're all at the house. Somebody found it on VRBO and posted it. This house. Okay. This amazing log cabin. It looks cabin. beautiful. You want to guess the nightly price, the average nightly price for I'm this? I'm going to say 1200 Okay. I wish it was. We would go. How much? 2300 Oh, wow. I think it could be worth it if you go with, if you fill it with couples. Yeah. So it's got 11 bedrooms. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. It's 9,000 square feet. Yeah. If you find 11 couples... Yeah, that would well, be like I can't do the math, but it's like five dollars a couple. Yeah, something like that. It's like some five or six dollars. Well, a couple. I think us it wouldn't the issue wouldn't be money. It would be f- the couples. Well, that we couldn't find <laughs> yeah. ten other couples because we don't have friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could do like a podcast hang. We could like rent out the house and get our friends from the pod. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there is what. What? What? Then you'd have to respond to our friends in a timely manner. I always do and try. Okay. Let's talk about this hot tub hang. Everyone's at the house. The girls get into the hot tub. The jacuzzi. The jacuzzi, is that the appropriate? Yeah. I call it a hot tub. I call it the jacuzzi. It was a hot tub to me. And the guys are in the kitchen prepping dinner. AKA Steve is prepping dinner. Steve's Steve's prepping dinner. Elijah is taking his classic position in the kitchen, which is just sitting and watching others cook. Well, Steve is like, I do this five times a week. So, I mean, why not? Elijah was like, five times? Tell me more. Tell me more. But Elijah does what he's doing seven times a week. Mm Mm-hmm. Just overlooking. Just sitting there while someone else does Mm -hmm. the work. But I'm sure he was like, if Steven can do it, I, Katina can do it. Tell me your ways. But Steven doesn't have a job. Even if he does. People, have, people have jobs and cook <laughs> dinner. You know Steven? that? <laughs> you know that? People do can do both? Yeah, because I do that. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the guys first? Do you want to talk about the girls in the tub? Ooh, let's talk about the girls in the tub. Okay. I mean, not much happened. Lindsay started talking about Mark. It kind of like goes hand in hand. Like you see the throwbacks between well, like, yeah. talk one at a time. Lindsay brings up Mark and feels like she can't focus on anything because she's so busy trying to help Mark sort his life out. Because his life got hit so hard. Okay. It did in a way. In a he way. He lost his job. Mm-hmm. His relationship is in turmoil. Yeah, and his apartment was full of termites. Termites. He did bed box, whatever. Take a little bit of a hit, Um, but Lindsay being like, "I can't do anything else. I'm trying to put his life back together." It's like, did he ask you to? Mm -hmm. Did he ask you for this help? Or no, you just want to take control and you want to tell him what to do and how to live his life. That's on you, right? She's like, "I can't be his mother. That's a full time job. No one's asking you to be his mother, Lindsay." You're you're volunteering that. You're forcing I that mean, position. As Mike Mike. As Mark the Shark says, he likes that she takes care of him, right? He likes that she takes care of his mom or she's there. And for the cats. So it's almost like that balances out the crazy that she brings. And I almost feel like Mark is okay, she's absolutely nuts. I don't know what to do with her. We fight all the time, but She's there for my mom, but nah, nah. she's there for my cat. I don't even. But she is there for me. I don't think there is a but. I think there is a she's insane, but 
there's only two more weeks of this experiment. And so I'll say no then. I think that's the but. If there's any but, I don't think he's taking the good with the bad. I think he sees it's all bad, but he's going to wait to finish this experiment. I'm very curious to see what they're going to say because I can see them going both ways. I can see them saying no. I think if she says yes and he says no, she's going to lose it. But I also think if the day before goes bad, she's going to say no and the mark is just going to be released. But I can also see them both saying yes and possibly maybe figuring this whole thing out without cameras and constant drinking. I don't see that happening. If Lindsay has to go first, she's going to say no because she is so fragile. She can't risk someone else saying no to her. So given the chance to go first, I think she says no because she doesn't want to be put in that position on national TV where someone rejects her. I I mean, I see what you're saying, but I think this whole thing is going to be all about their last moments. If their last moments are awesome, they're hanging out with the cats and having so much fun and it's loving and it's like, oh my gosh, like I can see myself with Mark. She's going to say yes and he's going to say yes. Mm. If they, if one of them goes to their own place before the D-Day, basically in between a fight or during a fight, they're going to say no. Okay. I think that they are the couple who literally live, goes from crazy, crazy upset and mad at each other to happy, to mad again, yeah. to happy, to I care for you, to I can't stand you, to oh, you care for my cat. It's like... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you see what they were drinking in the jacuzzi? No. Buzz balls. What's that? Oh! Balls with a Z, cause, and that's how you know it's good. The commercials... That, I hate that. <laughs> first of all, they're the worst commercials. Second of all... The worst. Second of all, it's got to be the worst cocktail. Guys, it's those it little... It must be filled with chemicals. Like chemicals, I, sugar, Maybe that's coloring. why Lindsay, Lindsay ended up in the ER. That's a good point. I think probably anyone who drinks a buzz ball should probably see a doctor. Listen, guys, don't get me wrong. I'm down for a good cocktail, but I either want to make it myself or mm. I want someone else who knows what they're doing, like yeah. a bartender, to make it. If you're not familiar with buzz balls, guys, well, good for you, first of all. But Never. They're, they're the cocktail that sits at the register at a liquor store <laughs> as a point of purchase of like, you know what? I should get a buzz ball. Last minute, I should get a buzz ball. That's where those sit, unrefrigerated. And the natural color. Yeah. It's 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 a ball. I guess yeah. that might but be it's balls with a to Z. someone. Mm-hmm. With a Z. Mm-hmm. So that tells you a lot about the founder of that company, who's like, buzz balls, but with a Z. <laughs> right? Okay. Guys cooking. Yes, Chef Steve taking, taking the reins. And they start talking about life since the volleyball outing. And Mark's like, it's been a few days since Lindsay and I argued, so that's good. Things are better now. And if they stay in this place, which they're not going to, I'll feel good. I'll feel good going into decision day. Then they turn to Michael and Jasmina. And Michael also says we're in a good place, but I wish we got here sooner. And we can't afford to stall out before decision day. Mm-hmm. And then classic Steve with his classic issue, the <laughs> social media what do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Elijah Vaughn's like, well, if it hurt your feelings, it needs to stop, which is probably the only smart thing Elijah Vaughn has ever said. Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. it's not even, there are things that are objective and there are some things that are subjective. And if it hurts your feelings or if it upsets you or if you don't like it, if it's hurting the relationship, then it should stop whether mm-hmm. whether objectively it's bad or not. Noi should stop doing it because it's ruining the relationship. And you have to go, is it worth? Mm-hmm. There are some things like I'm not going to if if going to the gym every morning is ruining the relationship. It's like, well, I'm not going to stop that. That's good for that's good for my health, my well-being, my mm-hmm. mental health. So that I wouldn't stop. But if it's something as silly as posting on social media needs to stop. John does not go to the gym every morning. No, I don't, but I'm just using it as an example. <laughs> but he wants to. Like so that I. I could make an argument about, listen, I'm not going to stop doing that. I know you like to cuddle in the mm-hmm. morning, but I'm going to get up and go to the gym. Sorry, because it's positive. <laughs> That's literally you. When I'm trying to go to the gym, you're like, don't leave Okay, me. stop. I'm trying to talk about the don't, show. Don't leave Teresa, me. I'm trying to talk about the show for <laughs> once, Okay. <laughs> You're using bad examples, but go for it. I know. I'm leading you down this path. I'm not trying to <laughs> lure you into conversation about Believe us. Believe me. My point is, <laughs> Teresa, about the show that we're watching and commenting on, there are certain things that, okay, maybe they're not objectively bad, but if they're hurting the relationship, just stop. Mm-hmm. And so just stop. And and yeah, this is where Steve's like, I'm I'm out here busting my ass cooking five days a week. And that's what I have to deal with. And Elijah was like, five days a week. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. I wish I lived across the hall from you. I mean, I like Steve. And I feel like Noi is being a little, um, what's the word? Uh, childish, immature. Yeah, very yeah. immature. And it bothers me because, yes, yeah, Steve doesn't have a job, but he, I hope he's doing something with his life, right? Yeah. He needs to have some income. And just let the man be what he wants to be. And I'm, I believe that if it came down to it that they were like, shit, we don't have money, he would find a full-time job. Perhaps, or he would go live in his van. I mean, it's also a way of living. Hashtag van life. <laughs> All right, group dinner. Did Mark steal a, sta- a straw from Starbucks? What? Did you see? He was sitting there. Everyone was sitting there. He had a glass of water or whatever with a big green straw in it. Probably. I'm pretty sure he took it from Starbucks. I mean, the guy's unemployed now, so he's got to get things where he can. But I was like, that's a Starbucks straw, Mark. I mean, why not? I just hope it wasn't like a, I don't know, like a ice macchiato straw and then go into a water. Yeah, who needs a straw that bad? Unless he rinsed it. And I feel like straws, they're killing turtles. They're probably killing sharks, too. So what's Seals. He, seals. What's he doing with a straw? They, I don't know. Plastic your, in the ocean. Pollution. Your, pollution. Come on, Mark. Support your people or your animals. You're killing your own species. Yeah. Okay. So Katina goes, who, who thinks they needed this retreat the most? <sighs> oh, my gosh. This was good. It was terrifying is what it was. Well, because Lindsay's answer was like, because Katina said something about bonding and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, eh. And Lindsay was like, one of you will not be leaving this weekend. And then she did this evil laugh. Uh-huh. Like, 
<laughs> but it went on for about 19 times longer than that. Yes, but it was my evil laugh is not evil because I'm not evil, but <laughs> it was like evil laugh. It was like a cackling witch for 45 to 56 seconds. It was so funny because everyone's at first everyone laughed. And then they were just like staring at her. Then it kept going. And they were like, what the fuck is this? I would not sleep in that house. No. If someone laughed like that. I mean, I can see that, her being crazy. I mean, she's oh. crazy, but I can see her being this crazy. Oh, possessed. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I would not spend a night in the middle of the woods with that laugh. And Noe's like, your laugh is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought Noe was going to be the crazy one. Noisy. Over here, but mm. nah. Yeah, no, no, I don't nah, know what's going on with Noisy. Busy posting on social media. Mm-hmm. So Elijah Juan asks, how are Michael and Jasmina doing? And Michael says, one of our issues was Jasmina feeling like she didn't know me enough. So I've been working to open up more and looks at, <laughs> but this was good because he looks at Jasmina's like, you can agree or disagree. And Jasmina goes, disagree. Well, she has a good sense of she humor. She just Unlike kidding. A lot of these but people. But I, I was like, Ugh! When she said that, I was like, oh. No, no, I knew she was joking. Okay. Yeah, she's she's fun. I like Jasmine. Because I feel, yeah, she is. Because I feel like she has a good sense of humor. And even if she disagreed, I don't think she would necessarily say it in front of everyone. Nah, she's not like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Steve turns it to Mark and Lindsay. And Mark's like, I think we had a good week. Uh, yeah, I think we had a good week. Lindsay goes, what's best about Mark is that he's able to pull me out of the dark moments. When I was having trouble last week, Mark said it's just a blip, and he pulled me out. Just a blip. Just a blip. Apparently, it's like a slang. I know what a blip is. I don't. Just a, just a blip. Just a boop. Just. I say boop. Is it the same thing? No. Boop? A blip is just that. It just happens once in a while. Just, it's a little nothing. It was a little nothing. And just a blip? And it's over. Yeah, uh, I think it's like from blip in the radar. I think maybe that's where it comes I from. I don't like it. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> no one's asking you to say <laughs> it. No, but like sometimes, you know how I pick up on cool words? Yeah. And they, I just start saying them and then everyone around me starts saying okay. them. Yeah. Not a blip. Okay. Um, It's not going to happen. Okay. It's not going to happen, John. Katina says no blips for her either. And they're on a good streak. And then this is where where I I evidently or, or eventually always get upset with Elijah on every episode. Mm-hmm, it happens. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where it happened this episode. When Elijah starts going into, I'm going to give Katina the credit for how our marriage is doing. She's putting the effort in. She's putting the effort in. Her effort is getting higher and higher. I find it so disturbing. I hate, I hate all of it. And you know what's the worst thing that... When he says things like this, they don't necessarily sound mean, right? Because he's praising her. It's, it's a the compliment. Way he, it's the way he does it. That's why he is like a sociopath. Yeah. Because then he also says, this is the first relationship I'm, uh, I'm not in the leadership position. <laughs> what? what? You, you teach her how to live her life because apparently she doesn't know. Well, she doesn't know how to live his life. So she's mm-hmm. trying to train her. And that's what yeah. it is. That's why it's so gross to me. I think it's training. Like mm-hmm. she's an animal. Oh, I'm going to teach you how to shop. I'm going to teach you how to cook. I'm going to teach you how to be a wife. And yes, now she's being obedient. Now she's putting the effort in. Now it's she's, yes, she's doing what I'm asking. It's so gross and disturbing to mm-hmm. me because 
Well, I think mainly because what is he doing? Well, what, effort, what effort has he put in? He he worked so hard in the past five years, didn't you hear? Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. But for the relationship, what has he done? He's coaching. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's coaching her. Come on. Right. He probably does look at himself and go, oh, I'm doing such a good job. I'm setting her up for success. She wouldn't be as successful without me. He thinks he's doing good. Oh, yeah. And good. I think him saying, I don't even, I'm not even a leader. This is the first relationship. I'm not a leader. I think he's looking at it like, I'm just coaching her, but I'm like letting her, like I'm letting her think that she leads. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Like he, he is crazy. And it's so, this is so scary to me because they don't need, even need to fight to be this scary. They can can sit next to each other and hold hands but just the words that come out of his mouth are like, wait a minute, what? Well, that's the scariest part is that no words come out of Katina's mouth. I know. Her silence is so scary where it's she's probably spoken up in private and he's shouted her down time and mm-hmm. time again where she goes, I'm not even going to speak because. Maybe he trained her. So when he like looks like twice to the left. That means do not talk. Do not have your own opinion. I just think when he's around, don't have your own mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that's the training. It's yeah, it's it's terrifying. I'm really hoping for a no on decision day there. But they're gonna say yes. I'm telling you, they're gonna <laughs> say yes. And I'll be curious to see if maybe the cameras are gonna make Elijah want to relax a little bit because I think he's playing this persona like I'm perfect. My I have my life put together. And I want my wife to be the same way, right? Yeah. Maybe once the cameras are gone, he might be like, he might relax a little bit. Maybe, maybe. Um, then we move to Stephen Noy, but we talked ah. about it. We talked about it. They bring up the social media once again. <sighs> Noy doesn't want to talk about it in front of people because she knows people will talk back to her. And so she'd mm-hmm. rather just give her thoughts in the safety of mm-hmm. her, her phone. Social media, yes. And social media, yeah. So, okay, everyone heads to bed. There was a little awkwardness in Stephen Noy's room because Steve brings up the dinner conversation or the lack of mm-hmm. dinner conversation and asks, well, do you want to talk about it now? And Noy's like, well, I don't want to talk about it in front of everyone. I don't want to just bicker in front of our friends. And so Steve's like, all right, cool. We don't have to do it in front of everyone. And the thing I will say here, what I respect here is that even though they argued, even though there's issues, they cuddled it out. They cuddled it out mm-hmm. before bed, mm-hmm. which is a, a great trait in any relationship, any marriage. Just don't go to bed angry. And I know you hear that time and time again, but it's the truth, I think, is, mm-hmm. is don't go to bed upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Unless there's a real reason to be Unless upset. Unless you're drunk and you pass out. Well, that's true. That's true. Speaking <laughs> from experience. Okay. <laughs> Next day... Lindsay, okay, Lindsay goes to bed wild and she wakes up wild. She's one of the people and I, uh, there is part of me, I wish I was that way. I wish I could get up and be like, let's get, let's oh, do something. Oh, I'm so glad you're not. I'm absolutely not. I get to the point when it's like 10.30 a.m. and I know that we're going out and I have shit to do it. And I'm like, come on, John, we got to get up. But as we're getting up, I'm the one who's like sliding down <laughs> on the side because I don't want to. But no, I, I can't do that. My note for this was I've never met a morning person who's also a night person. 
Like she doesn't sleep maybe, or she's just as energetic in the morning mm-hmm. as she is at night. I'll be energetic at night. We'll be up dancing, singing, doing mm-hmm. whatever until two in the morning. But uh, try to wake me up before nine or yeah. 10. It's like, I'm not going to be before happy. Before nine, I look crazy. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? Go back to bed. So we learn all the couples have different activities that they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Lindsay and Mark are going to do a sound bath. I've never heard of that. Okay. Have you? No. And, and there was no reason we should have ever heard of this. <laughs> but they're going to do a sound bath. And here we go. Mark makes a little remark that Lindsay is so hyper, so high energy, that maybe the sound bath will be beneficial. And it sets her off. I honestly did not get this. And to let you know, guys, we kind of watched this together and kind of didn't because I had I had a, an appointment I had to go to, right? So I came home and I'm like, what's going on, right? And John is like, oh, nothing. But there's like one argument between Mark and Lindsay. Yeah. And as I was watching it today, I'm like, that's literally nothing. He jo- I picked up on him joking. Even if he was... Like, there was nothing to be upset right. about. The funny thing was, so I was watching it, and then you came You came home, like, right at this mm-hmm. fight, and you are like, why are they fighting? And I was like, I don't really know. And then I went back and watched so I could figure it out, and I was like, I still don't really know why they're fighting. He made one dumb joke about her being hyper, and Lindsay goes- It's not goes, even, like, a dumb joke. It's like- it came out of context. They're talking about it, right? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Like and whatever he said was absolutely fine. Completely fine. It wasn't an insult. It's like, yeah, you have a lot of energy, so maybe this will be nice and relaxing. Yeah. And she goes from 100 to a negative 10. Mm-hmm. Her energy just gets so bad. She leaves, and she's like, I can't take these comments all the time. I feel like punching back. She's like, I'm so sick of these rude comments. It's like, that wasn't rude. No. Such an overreaction. And she tells the camera, she's like, I stopped letting people into my life because of things like this. I may have to send him on his merry way. Ah. Because of that. And let's say, let's play the devil's advocate here. Let's say he does make rude comments. That wasn't rude. So I wouldn't even say like, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. Because that wasn't even a rude comment. That was just like a dumb off-handed comment about like, yeah, you have a lot of energy, so let's do something relaxing. You know that the saying about the camel doesn't make any sense? The straw that broke mm-hmm. the camel's back. Why Why wouldn't that not make sense? How? Enough weight would eventually break. All it, He's got so much weight that all it takes is a little piece of hay, the littlest thing, to break his back. I mean... It makes perfect sense, Teresa. More so than mushrooms after rain or whatever you said. Sounds like a 90s R&B song. You have to use your mind. Don't let it break your back. Mind over matter? <laughs> Mind over matter. Okay. <laughs> we, mushrooms oh after rain make absolute sense. Moving on. And mushrooms do a lot to your mind too. So mm-hmm. Depends on. what kind of let's mushrooms. Katina and Elijah on. Let's talk about Animal Planet, the segment here. That was my favorite thing ever. They go to a farm. They hang out with some animals. And here we go again with like really, really proud of Katina for stepping up here. Because Elijah on loves animals. Katina does not. Did you see his shirt? Did I see his shirt? You mean the one that said, I'm talking with you, not at uh-huh. you? Yeah, 
Who wears a shirt like that? People who talk at you. Mm -hmm. That shirt was talking at me. That was literally just making a statement. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for novelties. That was, I don't know. That was not a novelty. No, no. All of his shirts had sayings this episode. I don't know if you picked up on that. No, just this one. Um, Okay, so. Babies to segment. The farmer's like, you're not going to believe it. You guys came at the best time. I would be best friend with a farmer. <laughs> like, like, I would literally be, I would be exchanging phone numbers with him so he can send me photos of the animals. Like, a baby alpaca was <sighs> born 15 minutes. This is a ah! fresh, this is a fresh alp. It doesn't get much fresher than this. The f- like, only, well, how many percent of alpacas get born in captivity? I don't like, know. five, ten. Did they say it? Yeah, oh, he I said it. It's like five, like, very low number. He's like, this is very... Special situation. Uh, I, I covered my eyes and plugged my ears as soon as that placenta started to fall. Was, I watched it. I I watched it, but I was not happy I was watching it. I mean, how cute was the baby? The baby could barely walk. It was beautiful. I it mean, was so Such a so fresh beautiful. alpaca. Such a very, very fresh alpaca. She just, or he just came to this world. Mm, that's beautiful. Isn't it crazy? Alpaca, you popped it out and she can walk. Babies take like two years. Yeah. Like human babies. What do you do? What do you what do you guys do? You, what, what you're are you letting an alpaca doing? outwalk you over here? <laughs> Come on, guys. Get it together. We're gonna be such great parents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like 15 minutes after I give birth. Get up and walk. <laughs> Come on. Um Elijah Wan takes Hershey the alpaca for a walk. And gets Katina, gets Katina to do it too. Although Katina had like a runaway alpaca. I think it was Hershey. I think he, they only walked one. Oh, Hershey, yeah. But uh, she eventually wrangled Hershey. And, and she did better with Hershey than the, the honeymoon mm-hmm. horses. I think she had a better time there. Uh, I love alpacas. John said no to my idea of renting two for our wedding. You wanted alpacas? Yeah, I wanted to rent, a, rent two alpacas. For the ceremony so we can do photo shoot yeah. afterwards. And they're not even that expensive, but no. even if they were $10, it'd be a waste of money. Why? Because no one wants to, to do that. What are you talking about? It's about us. It would steal, the alpacas would steal Imagine our show. Imagine getting married and having two alpacas just like walking around. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Imagine. One gives birth all of a sudden and there's placenta <laughs> at our wedding. Are we going to serve that as an hors d'oeuvre? What are we doing? No one would ever stop talking about our wedding. No, People not, would be like, not in the way you want them to talk like, about it. like, remember when Teresa and John got married and the alpaca gave birth as, as they were saying, I do? Remember when Aunt Sue threw up when the placenta came out? <laughs> atrocious. Okay. One, I think, was turned on by this. So he's like, seeing Katina with these alpacas, so sexy. <laughs> So, so when I when I when I saw that alpaca gave birth, I was like, that could be Katina giving birth right there with the placenta. I was dying laughing just like towards the end. They show this slow-mo of them running with the alpaca. Oh, I missed that, I think. I'm still was, covering my eyes. It was so beautiful. It was a very slow-mo, and they're like running with the alpaca, looking at each other. Oh, it's very beautiful. So they sit down for a picnic on the farm, some cheese and crackers, some champagne, right? It's mm-hmm. classic Vermont. And they start talking about what else they want to achieve over the weekend. Okay, we just delivered an alpaca. What else do you want to do? What, <laughs> what else can we do this weekend? And Katina's like, deeper conversations about our future. 
And this is just where it continues to go downhill for me. Because mm-hmm. Elijah won't put up kids in her school. So you want to have kids in two years, right? But she got two more years of school. I wonder what she's studying. Hmm. I can see her studying nursing. Okay, you're just... This is just me... Ma- no, it's just me making it up. I'm I'm guessing. Yeah. Um. I don't know. What is... What does she do now? She like works for the She's city a or something. Benefits analyst. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is. Whatever that means. Um, you should analyze the benefits of being with Elijah on because mm-hmm. I don't think there are that mm-hmm. many. Because Elijah was like, well, you know, I did it all. I saved up money. I went to school. I worked hard. I paid everything off. My house is paid off. My student loans are paid off. And now I want to have fun and travel like twice a month. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea. How are you going to take the time off? Unless you do it on the weekends, I guess, which is good. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. No, that's that's fine. But he's just putting Katina down for her timeline. Yeah, because he's like, you know, like, you just enjoyed the past five years while I was working hard. I'm not saying it's bad. You just took a different approach. Yeah. Dude, that's putting her down. It's completely putting her down. And it doesn't matter. Like, You should have enjoyed your 20s and then do this during your 30s. Or at least because, okay, there is some realism that has to come into play here. But at least talk about how are we going to achieve what we want to achieve. He was just basically putting down her goals. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not going to happen. You, can, you can't be in school and have a kid. And like, Let's talk about what we can do then. Stop talking about what we can't do. Let's be in this together. Let's work on our, mm-hmm. our goals and our timelines and figure out what can work instead of being so negative. And, yeah. and that's, again, why... I found it so irritating. It's like, what's positive about this relationship? It's like Not his much. idea. He's like, I want my wife to be successful at work and to have her career path figured out. It's like, um, I get it. But what about some people change careers yeah. in the middle and that makes them happy? Like, you cannot just play like that because that's the standard. Like, you go to school. You know, you have your job, you work for a while, you get hopefully good at what you're doing. That doesn't mean that that's the path that everyone has to be on, right? Right. Just because you did something one way doesn't mean everyone has to. I took a break between, you know, high school and college in a way that I was trying to figure out what I want. So are you shitting on me? No, you're not. No, of course not. Everyone's on their own path. Uh, Yeah, that's what I was was trying to say. When you become a partner or you're in a relationship now that's both of your paths and you have to figure out the best mm-hmm. way to navigate it well the best way to navigate this is elijah wants way yeah well yeah elijah wants way or the highway mm-hmm. okay let's touch briefly on steven noise outing they go to the mountains where there's like a slide and some other rides it's i don't know like a yeah hippie amusement park type <laughs> place they have their fun they sit down to talk and once again Bring up the social media uh, issue. I'm so over this. And I'm on Steve's side in this argument, but he's beating a dead horse. Like, I'm with you, Steve. What I does agree. What mean? You're beating a dead horse? Mm-hmm. A lot of animal. <laughs> um, why would someone beat a idioms. dead horse? You see, that's It's silly. already dead, so why are you beating it? The point is. Well, why would you even do that? You would beat a horse to kill it, but it's already dead. We, we should cancel this term if we want to cancel terms. Why it's, would you kill a horse? Well glue but what 
It's neither here nor there, Theresa. The point is, <laughs> I agree with Steve, but just let it rest. We're tired of hearing it. Oh, my gosh. Right? I, as this segment was going on, I was just checking on the news. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Speaking of, let's take a break. Let's check on our drinks. I think I need a refill. Yes. And when we come back, woo! you guys might need a drink because we're going to talk about Mark. Mark the Shark and Lindsay. I think Mark the Shark. The Shark is gone. Yeah. Because he's like. Mark the Minnow. Mark the what? Minnow. What does it mean? He's a little, little fish. Little, little fish. <laughs> it's like Mark the Goldfish. Yeah. It's like soft. And he wishes he had the memory of a goldfish and can forget everything that Lindsay's wait, wait. him. Do goldfish have good memories? Terrible memories. <laughs> Terrible. I mean, it's good because they usually get flushed down the toilet. So no one wants to remember that. No one wants to remember that. All right. Okay, okay. Take a quick break. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello. Mark the Shack and Lindsay. Hold on, because I took very different notes than you did. Oh, well, what are you doing? What I'm are you like do- trying where, where? to. After Stephen Noy. We should have. Why did we discuss this in the break? I don't know, because we're getting beers. All right. Which is more important. It's very important. All right, so this, this is okay, where okay, okay. Mark's building I a fire. It. I found it. I okay. found it. Mark's building a fire, and he makes it, and he goes, pretty good, huh? And Lindsay's response, I've seen better. Ugh. If Mark made that comment about something Lindsay did, she would not only decapitate him, she would decapitate his cats. <laughs> right? Deca- if Mark was like. Decapitated. Oh, look at you look coming at alive in the second right? half. Hey, imagine Lindsay made dinner and was like, oh, that's pretty good, right? And Mark's like, I've eaten better. She would literally set the apartment on fire. <laughs> and Mark's just like, yeah. Well, I think it's sad that her. this is her personality. She gets hurt for no reason. And she tries to hurt the person back so bad. Yeah. And it's, he doesn't deserve it. I genuinely feel bad for Mark. I feel really bad for him. I, I see he really seems like a nice dude. Like, he needs someone who's calm and nice. Mostly nice. Mostly, yeah. And calm wouldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's, that's so me. Like, trying to hurt someone for no reason is such a bad personality trait. Yeah. Take, take this with a grain of salt. Because I'm not a psychologist, I hate to diagnose people based you on You do it all the time. But <laughs> we've said before, my dad's a psychologist, so he would yell at me for trying to diagnose someone based on what we see on TV. But that's all we see. But that's all we see. Lindsay is showing classic signs of bipolar behavior. Okay. One minute, she's jumping up and down in the bed with very manic behavior. She's showing very manic signs. Clear she needs a little sleep, right? She's told us she needs a little sleep. We've seen she gets easily distracted. She's at the volleyball court. She's like, oh, a ball, right? Then the next minute, she's low energy. She's pulling away from her friends, from her family. She's Did you set- Google the symptoms? Well, okay. Because you're reading something. Well, I'm re- oh, yeah, I'm reading my notes. <laughs> but I bullet pointed what she did that aligns with this, right? And to be completely transparent, one of my best friends who you know is bipolar. Who? I've told you. The friend who got divorced. Oh. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't tell you that? No. He's bipolar. We'll, we'll talk later. And 
there was a period of time where he stopped taking his medication because he wanted to drink. We would go on vacation, right? We'd go out on the weekends and he wouldn't take his meds because he couldn't drink on them. He drinks a lot. He does. And I don't know. I mean, this was seven, eight years ago. But so I don't know if he's still taking him, if he's on different meds. My point is he would stop taking his meds so he could drink. And it wasn't pretty. Clearly, Lindsay is drinking here. So I don't know. And again, I don't know if she's on meds. I don't know what her issues is. Can't diagnose her. But she's clearly drinking. So my question is, did she stop taking hers so she could drink? I don't know. I'm saying she's showing classic signs of behavior of bipolar disorder. And or maybe she's if that's the case, maybe she's never been diagnosed. Oh, and I'm not trying to diagnose her. I'm just saying whether she is or isn't, she's showing these behavioral signs. And it's just something as as a person who has a good friend who is bipolar. It's something I think about as I watch this. And that's not throwing shade her way or thinking anything other than this is what I'm seeing Mm -hmm. on my screen in front of me. Interesting. Yeah, and and it's just it's a lot for Mark. You can see it's a lot for Mark. It's a lot for everyone. It's a lot for me as a viewer. But this might relax her because there is this hippie man. Oh, we're going okay, so we're gonna go to her outing now? What do you mean? The so, sound bath. Okay, the next note I had was Jasmine and Michael's outing. Let's go to the sound bath though. Let's go let's go to the sound bath. <laughs> we need to watch this together because here's what happens. No, we watched this part together though. Yeah. Okay. And it was it all was happening hand in hand. Okay. No, it didn't. They had yeah, this. They had this argument at the fire, and then and then the hippie came. Okay. Okay. So Patrick, Patrick came <laughs> right. He, yes. I think he just wrapped up at a hacky sack tournament, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, I have an appointment to do a sound bath." Yeah, he's like listening to some Bob Marley. Yeah, he's got an Elvis microphone, which I don't know why he needs, right? (laughs) I didn't see it. He's got this, yeah, it's like metal caged microphone. (laughs) And then some bowls that make like the mm, sound. Mm -hmm. And then probably like a small leather pouch filled with hallucinogens. I mean, it's a sound bath. It's a sound bath. And, yeah, uh, very quickly, not much happened. Lindsay was loving it. She felt very relaxed. Mm -hmm. She says when they hit her third eye chakra, Lindsay started feeling her grandfather. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. Like, I just, I'm not a believer. So, I just find it interesting. And as you said, she went from being totally pissed to being very relaxed and seeing her grandfather. So Not as relaxed as Mark. (laughs) Pretty well, I, I feel Mark. He fell asleep, right? I feel him. I fell asleep at a hair salon the other day. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, that's all I had for... The for sound th- bath? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, I, oh, I have one more note. We are not going to do this. Okay. Ever. All right, fair enough. <laughs> um, so now where do your notes go? Because... To Katina and Elijah one. Okay, we have to talk about Michael and Jasmina. What did they do? They went and saw the medium, the psychic medium. Okay, well, you, you see, skipped them, right? No, were, I didn't. Where? I have it couple by couple. Oh. Well, can we talk about Michael and Jasmine? Sure. Then? You have to. <laughs> you have to tell me. 
Okay, well, I'm telling you, we're but talking But I about. did couple by couple, as we always do. Well, that doesn't make sense. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's too confusing. Communication is the key. I know, but <laughs> I was doing outing by outing. We clearly failed on this. <laughs> Come at us, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> um, okay, Michael and Jasmine, they saw a medium, right? A psychic? A psychic medium. What's the difference? A psychic medium. Yeah. I don't know. They're all bullshit. Um, did you see Michael's shirt? No. It said, breathe deeply. Very okay. poetic outfits we're wearing on this retreat. So, okay, the medium, the first thing she says is, something happened five years ago. And Michael goes, my brother was shot and killed. And the medium goes, in the chest, right? Which is true. So she's doing, she's doing good. She's off to a good start. Okay, beginner's luck. Then she calls out 13. Great Taylor Swift album. Was that Taylor Swift's album? 13? I don't know. Um, Michael goes, yeah. I think so. There was a 13-year age difference between us. And the medium's like, your brother wants to know, wants you to know he's good. Mediums never, never tell you like, oh, he's doing bad. Whenever someone like. They can't. I don't think they can. Whenever someone comes to them, it's like, they just want you to know they're doing good. They're like, having a tough time. (laughs) Having a tough time right now. Your brother wants you to know he's having a very tough time. I mean, he had a tough time passing from this world to the other side. I know, but whenever they cross back over. It's always, po- it's always good news. I don't think that's how it works. I think they pass to the other side and the medium is able to go there. No, I know. But it's always, so they're good. But they always, they, re- they always report back and it's always positive. I mean, I, it should be. Well. You think like you're going to pass you know? somewhere else and it's going to suck? I don't know. It better not. Well, from what I hear, it's good. From, every, <laughs> from everyone I've heard from, it's good. You know what? There is... I don't fully believe that people can mm, tell the future. I'm very skeptical about that. However, there is a part of me that does believe that some people can communicate with death, dead mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I always say... Have you seen Sixth Sense? No, I haven't. With Bruce... <gasps> no, because someone ruined the ending for me and I was like, with well, Bruce spoil. Bill- Spoiler alert, I'm not going to watch it now. It's one of the best movies ever. I know, it sounds amazing, but somebody ruined the ending, so why would I watch it? We're going to watch it, because it's amazing. But I always say, I don't know, because I think that's the smart thing to say, because truthfully, nobody knows. Oh, no, knows. no one knows. Nobody Absolutely. Knows. But I, I could wrap my mind around this. I don't know sure. how some people get so special. Yeah. But I'm glad it's not me. Let's yeah. just leave it at this. <laughs> <laughs> so then the medium's like anything with the prostate. And Michael says, well, that's how my father passed prostate cancer. Let's just remember the producers have a lot of this background information. Oh, these. they don't. Just mean us that she didn't even know. These people tell the producers everything when they're trying to get cast. Are you kidding me? They go through weeks and weeks of casting and sit downs with PC and DP and telling the deepest. You think you would talk about all this? Of course. The producers know everything and the producers are the person or the people who found this medium. So let's just say this Mm. medium has a little bit of some inside knowledge. Yes, you can speculate or, or she's really talented. Okay. Well, then she starts freestyling a little bit. Okay. She's like... (laughs) There are a lot of boys in your family. She was feeling good, right? She yeah, nailed the first she couple. Yeah, she's a little cocky. She's got a little cocky. She's like, a, little, a lot of boys in your family, huh? And Michael's like, no, actually, it's a lot of girls. Or or Michael's brother 
left. He's like, gotta go. You know, I have an appointment. And there was no one else no. to tell her stuff. Either way, she starts going off the dome and it starts failing because she's like, oh, girls. Um, okay, well, you're going to have a lot of boys then. <laughs> it's like, all right, you blew that one, but you tried to rescue it. And then the medium's like, I see a sunny state. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> it's always sunny in California. Like, uh, I don't know. And just kind of shooting and missing. And the medium's like, what about a boat? Anything with a boat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> help me out here. I'm dying on national TV. A boat, a plane, a helicopter, any form of transportation, anything ringing a bell here. And it, it just went, it just went down. And she goes like, maybe you guys will get a boat in the future. Right? <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's one way to play. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so then the medium's like, anything else you want to know? Now that I'm 50-50, anything else you want to know? And Jasmina brings up decision day. And the medium's like, I really think you're supposed to be together. I, I really do. I see you guys together. And <laughs> if you say no... Ooh, Michael, it's gonna, it's gonna, let me look at her. Let me take a good look at her. Jasmine, pretty, pretty attractive woman. Probably take you about five years to find someone like her. But Jasmina, it's gonna take you about a year and a half yeah, to find been, someone else. That's been, yeah, maybe, I'm probably, yeah, probably next week and you could find someone like this guy. But you're gonna regret it. But you'd regret leaving. But let's be honest here. The producers didn't pay this medium to tell them they should be with somebody else. The producers are like, tell them they should be together. Mm -hmm. We need a successful season. Mm -hmm. Come on. And so the psychic ends it with, you're meant to be. You just don't know it yet. Right. Right. I know. But you don't know it yet. But you're meant to be. That's very, very deep. All right. Then we get a group hang. We have field day that Michael and Jasmina set up. They're the leaders of field day. They're the bosses. With novelty shirts. With novelty tees, matching boss shirts, the boss and and the the real real boss. Okay. So we split into two teams. We have the Grave Diggers, Steve Noy, Michael, and Jasmina. Mm -hmm. Versus the Undertakers, Mark Lindsay, Katina, Elijah Wan. And we have some, some fun events here. The first event is Flip Cup. Love it. Love a good game of Flip Mm -hmm. Cup. Only drinking game if they were drinking in this entire field day. What do you like. mean? Then they they played kickball and they played dodgeball. Mm. Like play some real drinking games here, I folks. I mean, you can drink and play that. You can. I didn't see it <laughs> happening. I mean, I'm sure it's, Lindsay was sneaking something in. <laughs> she probably had a camel back full of like tequila. <laughs> Just, <laughs> 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 Um, but yeah, they play they play flip cup, kickball, and dodgeball. The thing they should have done, I feel like they should have broken the couples up, at least broken some of these couples up for games like dodgeball, right? Because then Mark and Lindsay throwing the balls at each other, <laughs> Katina and Elijah throwing the balls at each other. You you work out some of that tension. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been more beneficial mm-hmm. to the couples. But uh, they do it. They could have done Dizzy Bat. I thought Dizzy Bat would have been a good game. What's that? Dizzy Bat. <laughs> do you hit someone with a bat? Dizzy Bat. You, you might end up doing that. <laughs> no. Um, dizzy Bat. You take a wiffle ball bat. 
Okay. What's what what what? You take a bat. You take a <laughs> toy bat, basically. <laughs> okay. You you pour a beer into it. What? Okay, now you're getting excited. How would you do it? I don't know, you cut the top off or something. You chug the beer out of the bat. Okay. However long it takes you to drink the beer, everyone's one, two, three, right? They're counting how long it takes. Mm-hmm. That many seconds. So if it takes you five seconds to chug the beer, you have to put your forehead on the bat, spin around that many times. So you'd have to spin around five times. Wait, wait. Do you have to chug everything that's in the bat? Yeah. Well, it's a beer. Just one beer? One beer in a you bat. You don't fill the bat? No, just the beer. Okay. It's a beer can. Fill it, chug it. However many seconds it takes, three, four, you spin that many times around. Then someone tosses the empty can and you try to hit it with the bat. But you're drunk and dizzy, so. I would love to play it. It would go very poorly. Yeah, we'll play it. Um, but I thought maybe that would be fun. Maybe beer pong would be fun. But like mm-hmm. dodgeball, kickball. Yeah. Here's where the fun starts, folks. When they get back to the house and it's nighttime. And they keep playing more games. And Michael and Jasmina have changed their wardrobes, Mm -hmm. still matching shirts. Better Michael Hoff. Really? Did Michael? I I didn't see Mm -hmm. who had the. I would have thought Jasmina would have the better. Avocado shirts. Oh, that's kind of funny. Peel the avocado. Peel the avocado. Gumoli, gua, gua, gumoli. A little impromptu song by <laughs> Teresa and John coming at you. Yeah. I think we just played Dizzy Bat or something, it seems like. Um, I wish. Just the beer part. So they're playing a game called Most Likely. Mm. So here's how it goes. A question is asked, and then you write down who you think is the person most likely to do that or be that or act that And way. you and I will play with them. Oh, we are going to? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. All right. Okay. Question number one. Hold on, but whoever is most, whoever has the most, most likelies loses. Okay, that is, mm-hmm. that is key. Okay, let's, let's do this. Let's play okay. along. So, who's most likely to get a plastic surgery? Lindsay says Noi. Noi well, also says said, me. yeah. Noi also <laughs> says Noi, and Steve did as well. So, everyone thinks Noi. Mm-hmm. So, now we're playing who? Th- yeah, it's definitely me. Yeah. Is Botox plastic surgery? No. Okay. Because I'll, I'll do that. I'm down for that. That's look, probably look where. Look at John. Look at John. That's probably where it would Trying end. to stay young forever. For, yeah, forever young. Um, okay. Who is mo- who is most likely to be the best liar in uh, the group? So just me and I was like, me. Oh, boy. Steve says Noi, which is not a good answer. Uh, Noi says Steve. <laughs> Which is definitely Even not good. Worse. Clearly no trust in this uh-huh. relationship. And yeah, Jasmina says herself. And I'm going to say you. I'm going to say me. Because I can't lie. I'm it's like, ridiculous. I'm, I'm a pretty good liar. I've tried to teach you how to lie. <laughs> I've actually tried to teach Teresa how to lie. And I don't lie about bad things. No. But sometimes you got to lie. White lies. And you just fudge it a little bit. I'm so bad. Like lie about something that's true to you, but not in the moment. So say you say you need to say you can't hang out with someone. Someone asks you, hey, let's hang out this Saturday and you don't want to. I can do it over. I can text that I don't want to hang out, yeah. but I cannot face people yeah. and say I, 
I'm so bad. You literally know that I'm lying. It's that bad. But that's why my trick is tell something that's true, but just not in that moment. So, hey, you want to hang out Saturday? We're having a bunch of people over our house for my birthday party. I you can't. Know- I'm going to see John Mayer. Well, I went and saw John Mayer last weekend or something. So then it's true, but just not mm. in that moment. You see, like, I feel bad. I genuinely feel bad. Like, as I'm about to tell a lie or, like, I'm trying to say it, I get this feeling that's, like, like takes over. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I feel so bad. I feel so bad. I feel mm-hmm. so bad. And I either tell you the truth right away or you literally know it. You call me out. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad you're not I don't lie. I, honestly, I don't lie. I tried lying over, like, really silly things like me <laughs> ordering, <laughs> ordering, um... Licorice on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, and then Alexa blew up your spot. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I eat so healthy. I don't eat any candy. And then Alexa was like, Teresa, it's time to reorder licorice. <laughs> Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> and John is like, what? And I'm like, what? Okay, next question. <laughs> Who is most likely to spend the most money on their partner? And we got some split votes here between Lindsay, Elijah, and Mark. Lindsay says herself. Mark says himself and Teresa and I, let's say it at the same time. Okay. Uh, One of us. Oh, Oh. I was going (laughs) to ask the question. I would say I spend more money. You do? On gifts because, and and it's not bragging because you're more thoughtful. That's true. You, you really. I make stuff for you. Yeah, you make stuff, you get creative, you put some thought into it. I'm just like, well, if I spend a little bit of money, she'll really like it. So I think I spend more, but I'm not in a bragging way. I think you are more thoughtful when it comes to spending. True, but I also spend. You still have your card from your birthday that you have to pick your gift. That's very true. No, it's not that you don't. You're not cheap by any means. Thank you. But you're you're just very thoughtful too. Thank you. Okay. Who's most likely to be a stay-at-home parent? Noy says herself. Because she wants to raise her kids. And this is where you can see the booze starts to affect Lindsay. Because she's like, working moms don't raise their kids? Are you okay being a one-income family? Because I'm a two-income bitch. A jobless husband and a stay-at-home mom. How's that going to work? I mean, that part is true. But it's the way she said it. Luckily, it was just the interview. She wasn't saying this in front of everyone. Lindsay goes, Mark will be stay-at-home. I'm going to bring home the bacon. He'll cook it. <laughs> yeah, she has issues. Okay. And for, for both of us, I'm going to say neither. Oh, oh, I pointed at Teresa and she's like, not, neither. I'm not staying home with a kid. I mean, I will love our future kids to death. Yeah. But I'm, I love what I do. And I don't think I would want to sacrifice it because the kid's going to grow up one day. And then what do you do? Yeah, no, fair point. Fair point. There's a way to balance. Yeah, but it's just me, guys. I don't judge anything or anyone. No, and I will definitely say stay-at-home parents, that's a full-time job. I wasn't any. It's a freaking full-time job. It was job. your full-time job. No, 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 but I, I, I understand how hard it is. And believe me, at the end of the day, I was very happy that I could hand the kids over. Yeah. Right? Until, so, like, the kids in high school. I'd say once the kids in high school, if it's still your full-time job. Yeah. What are, you, what are you doing? But again, what's the scary part is that if you do love your uh, your job, if you do love your career, 
then giving it up for a few years, I think it's silly because the kids are going to grow up. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? Yeah. Unless you're popping kids at like 45 so you can go straight from there to retirement. Right. Yeah. Okay. Who's most likely to lie to friends about your sex life? Okay. There's a lot to unpack here because Elijah Wan says me. And that makes me. You did? Me, I missed it. Elijah Wan says me. And this is who's most likely to lie about their sex life? Me. So I'm going to take this two ways. There is no Isaac. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. That's a lie he made about, yeah, bang girls all the time, mm -hmm. different girl every week. Mom, daughter. Okay. So that's the lie. Or Elijah and Katina are banging now and he's lying saying they're mm -hmm. not. I can see One that. of those has to be, if Elijah was so quick to say me, one of those is a lie. Katina says Steve, mm -hmm. which, okay. <laughs> I feel like Steve is very honest, it's like in general. Yeah. But I also think that he is private, like private enough. Yes, he doesn't want yeah. his information on social media. Yes, but all I'm saying is like, I don't think he would lie about it. I think he would maybe say like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Okay, and here we go. Most likely to lie to their friends about sex. Wait, Mark, we didn't call. We didn't say ours. We haven't finished yet. Oh. Mark says Lindsay. And Lindsay, now on her fourth bottle of wine, <laughs> says, yeah, because I tell him it's good. Ah! Can you imagine if Mark said any of this about Lindsay? Yeah. Yeah. I tell her our sex is good. Yeah. It's not, but I tell her it is. Can she, you imagine? No. She would took his, that little... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what do you call it? The she, fin. Yeah, she would she would use her jaws. She would Lorena Bobbit mock with she her with her jaws. His fin off. The jaws of, of life. <laughs> um okay, us. Who would lie about it? Uh, That's not me. I'm gonna go neither because yeah. we're kind of private. We're pri very private. We don't we legit don't talk about it stuff unless we jog like oh we would push the TV and you know, we bang or something, but it's mostly... <laughs> so juicy. It's, we joke. Like, we are, in this sense, very, very private, and I want to keep it that way. Yeah, we tell you guys way more than we tell our friends we or our do, family. We do, but, like, some of the stuff are joking. Like, us literally joking when John is like, ooh, this is spicy. I'll bang you later. Oh. What do you mean? I don't bang you later? I mean, you do, but... <laughs> I was in a joke. <laughs> What I'm saying, like, we didn't go into the yeah, it's, not, it's not the minute we turn off the mics, but. <laughs> yeah. We do love, at least myself, I don't want to speak for you, but I think you do too. We do love privacy. We also love talking. So it's like, there is this fine, there is this fine line. It's one of my favorite <laughs> sayings. There is a fine line between us sharing and between us just keeping things to ourselves. Okay. To ourselves. Here's here's the question I'm, I'm most interested to see how we answer. Don't say it yet. Who's most likely to start a fight? Everyone chooses Lindsay. Okay. We'll get back to that. Let's answer it for ourselves. Who's most likely to start a fight? This I have to think about. I'm going to say, and we don't fight. We really don't. I mean, we, once in a while we do, like everyone else. Yeah. Over stupid shit. And it's usually because of I say something or I do something. 
Yeah, I'll agree with that. But I'll say so. I'll say I'll start the fight because I get, I don't know, upset over maybe something you say, but you're not saying it in the wrong way. I just hear it maybe differently. Yeah. That's why we have these like micro arguments, not to overshare again, but whatever we do, and as I said before many times, we usually resolve it with just talking to each other, like communicating, right? Yeah, within minutes. I was like the longest an argument would go on for us would be like 25 minutes. That's that's long, but yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Like, because yeah. we realize, oh, it's dumb. It could be solved. Yeah. With the- and one of us always comes to senses, so. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like you probably, but like I, I may trigger it. But, Right. <laughs> we're like no you no you're perfect no um no you're perfect no, we, guys um, we're get, absolutely not perfect but i get triggered easily yeah which, you like do. you'll say something and it'll set me off and then that's probably why we can resolve our issues so quickly is because we both realize after two minutes like that was dumb there was no reason to get upset about that yeah and we move on but okay i'm gonna take it i'll say i'm most likely to yeah. start the argument yeah not perfect neither am i but guys Communication, really. And it's not who starts it. It's as long as you both can end it. That's the key. Yeah. You both need to be able to let it go and end it, no matter who starts it. Lindsay, okay, everyone <laughs> agrees Lindsay is most likely to start a fight. And let's not forget it. It's a game. It's a game. It's all a game. Game should be fun, right? Yeah, That's right. why we play games. Should be fun. And she... She's loving it for a second. She loves that she's the chosen one because she wins the game. For a second. She wins this game. And deep down, she's hurt by winning it. And so she puts on this, I'm a badass front. She starts acting all badass. Well, I think she was fine with everything until just me that was like, and uh, I forgot what she said. But something about, like, the biggest loser is Lindsay. And Marco was like, oh, shit. Well, uh, okay. So she she gets this persona where she starts adding y'all to everything to start to sound cool and chill. And we have a friend like this. You know who I'm talking about. I mean, our friend is Southern, so I get it. But she doesn't speak like that until she gets too drunk. The South comes out of... Her, her mouth. <laughs> when she's drunk, yeah. And so Lindsay's like, I don't care what y'all think about me. I love me. I got God in my heart and I'm rising to the top in life, y'all. It's like a country song. I don't, I don't give a fuck what y'all think. And it's like, that display right there says mm. you do. Says you do give a fuck what we all think. And here's where it gets messy. Because apparently Mark walked away after the game. He apparently walked away and Lindsay gets pissed by this and is like, you walking away to join production? Okay, I'm done with you. Ah. I'm done. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I really can't with Lindsay. So Mark goes and sits down to fill Michael in on what just transpired. And here's what happened. I guess they went outside to build a fire. And Lindsay was pissed that Mark used some of her kerosene. 
And that crossed a boundary. I've never heard anyone to say kerosene except so many it, times. Except Home Alone, Home Alone Two, <laughs> yeah. Lost in New York. But like um, yeah, she because Lindsay. As the scout that she is, apparently, <laughs> she brought her own yeah, kerosene. That was literally my note, was I'm terrified that Lindsay travels with her own kerosene. <laughs> like, who, do, but, who does that? But on top of that, who is protective of their kerosene? Like, <laughs> what are you using it for if not to start a fire? <laughs> you use my kerosene, Mark. <laughs> what? Yeah, to start a fire. That's why we brought it. Ryan started a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan started a fire. Um, so she gets mad. She grabs Mock's arm to talk to him. And he was like, whoa, don't grab me. Uh. And that set her off. That set her off. And so, again, this is Mark telling Michael what's happening. Did you see, like, she was, like, walking down the stairs right. without peeking? Who who was she with? I think... I. Th- I think it was uh, Elijah Steve. one. No, I thought it was Steve that tried to grab her. Because it seemed like they were like friends, like, oh, let me spy on these I two think, guys. Right. Lindsay was coming down. I think Steve tried to grab her back. And Michael's like, well, just go talk to her. Ask what's really going on because I don't think it's about the kerosene. <laughs> It's never, it's never about the kerosene, Teresa. It is never I, about the kerosene. I was like, WTF, literally. Yeah, so Mark goes upstairs, finds Lindsay, who's like passed out in bed. Oh, and we should say Lindsay like threatened to go drive home when she did. Yeah, she said, I'm going to leave tonight. I'm going to drive an home. What an idiot. What an idiot. And so Mark finds her in bed. So it's clearly an empty threat, the driving home thing. And Lindsay's like, I was talking to Elijah about the game, and Elijah told me how things I said could hurt you, and that changed your energy. And Lindsay's like, I don't know how I can honor him and honor me at the same time. Like, <laughs> who's going to honor me? I'm glad you picked up on it because me and Mark the Shark we were like, what? Mark goes, I'm listening. I have no idea what Lindsay is saying. <laughs> and I wrote down, Lindsay's not saying anything. The booze is. Mm-hmm. It's all the booze, the talking. <laughs> Lindsay goes, since I've known you, your life's been falling apart. <laughs> and Mark is upset. Well, he's like. But you've known this man for a month. How do you? You don't two, know. What his, yeah. Six weeks. One and a half. You don't know what his life was like before this. Maybe his life's actually gotten better. Right? Maybe his life was way worse. Yeah, who knows? Since I've known you, your life's been falling apart. Uh, Mark goes, whoa. I think you need to pause. Okay, I didn't point out when your life isn't going good. And Lindsay's like, my life's pretty good. (laughs) My life's going pretty good right now. (laughs) Y'all. Right now. Yeah, that, that was a disaster. But Lindsay kind of ended it with... I don't think I can do this. This is too much work. This is too much work for me. It's going to be easy to say no to him. Is, well, is how she ended it. Next day, she wakes up and she's obviously not feeling well. This is hilarious. And she's like, oh, it's my stomach. So she's drinking. I think she was drinking a beer. I think she was drinking a Perrier. 
Well, she should have drunk a beer because they would have helped her. Colin, let, call let us know what you think. It was a green bottle. You're I thinking Rolling Heineken. Rock, Heineken. I um, literally thought it was Heineken. I'm thinking Perrier. But Colin, let us know. But she goes, I think I ate something I shouldn't have. Yeah, you, you drunk something you probably shouldn't have. Yeah, you probably ate the cardboard of the boxed wine. Like, <laughs> you, 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 right? You don't have to eat the box. You just pour the wine out. But Lindsay's like, I think I need to go to urgent care. Mm, and do, do they, is there do, for her. Do they do liver transplants at urgent care? Because maybe that's what she needs. Well, Mark was nice. He was there for her. He's driving her. That as she's jumping out of a moving vehicle, vehicle, vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> all of those were correct, depending on the accent you're going for. Uh, and like just started puking. And listen, hangovers and cars, uh, it's a big no-no. Did I ever yeah, tell you? It's a big no-no. Did I ever tell you my jumping out of a car and puking? No, story? you experienced mine, so I'm not gonna go there. But oh, you tell many times. You tell yours. Um, I was in college. We went mm-hmm. camping, and I had just discovered funneling beers. You know what funneling is? You get like a rubber. I'm hose. learning a lot. I'm learning a lot on this podcast. You get rubber. You get a rubber hose. You get a large funnel. You put the hose in your mouth and you pour a beer into the funnel, and What's it just a funnel. You know what a funnel like a is? Tunnel? We have them in the kitchen. Oh, but like oh. a large one that could hold a beer, and then it all rushes into your mouth, and you have to chug it in like three gulps, and it gets you drunk. But you don't taste the beer, so it basically because you plug your nose. No, because it's forced into your belly because you're funneling it. <laughs> so I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> so we're funneling beers. And someone in our group bought honey browns. What's that? Never drank a honey brown before. What is it? Never drank a honey brown since. It's a beer. It's a type of beer. I'm actually Googling it now to see if it still exists. Honey brown beer. Honey brown lager. Um, do they, the first question, you know, when Google says mm-hmm. people also ask. Yeah. The first thing people also ask do they still make honey brown beer? Ah! They don't? 2020. Look at us. Look at us. Um, so, I, so I funneled 10 honey browns. Okay, not proud. Not why, why is it so bad? Was it strong? It's heavy. Okay. It's heavy. If I had funneled 10 Bud Lights, maybe a different mm-hmm. story. Funneled 10 honey browns. Great night. Had a fantastic night. I'll show you the photos. They're on web shots. Throw back to web shots. But um You're like losing <laughs> me so hard. Next morning I wake up hungover AF, obviously. Didn't get rushed to urgent care. Okay, because I'm not a child, Lindsay. I also didn't know that they would take you in if you were hungover, but <laughs> I got into a car and I was driven home. We camped about two hours away from my home. Mm-hmm. I'm in the car. In the backseat of this minivan, <laughs> to add insult to injury, I'm in the backseat of a town and country, and I make it all the way to my street. Two hours when I finally, we take the turn onto my street, and I'm like, pull over, pull over. <laughs> I couldn't hold it anymore. I throw that side door open. I run out, and I throw up everywhere, like almost in my oh front my yard. Gosh. But can you imagine? I made it that close. That close. Good for you. And then honey brown all on the ground. 
Yeah. Last time I did that, it's about two months ago, and I puked on my shoes. That was after New Year's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was behind the dumpster at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, was like, in a gas I, station. Same thing. I was like, turn. I can't take it anymore. And I opened the door of my car. Yeah. But I wasn't driving. John was. And <laughs> I'm glad. Oh, yeah, my gosh. It wasn't pretty. Oh, my gosh. I got some, some nuggets at Burger King, though. You did. Yeah. I did not. Anyway. <laughs> so, Lindsay is at the urgent care, back in the kitchen. The rest of the crew is cooking. Jasmina takes the lead here. Michael's supervising. Really is a power couple moment for, for them. Um, this trip was a power couple moment mm-hmm. for them, I would say. You get, yeah. I was just going to add, did you see Steven Noyce outfits? They're matching. Uh, Tiger? Yeah, they're matching Joe Tiger? Exotic. Yeah, outfits. Joe Exotic, exactly. What well, is like Joe Exotic and uh, what's their face? Carol uh, Baskins. Hey, all, hey, all you cool kids, kids, kids and kids. But they also got sushi, that leopard print. Oh, yeah. Anime. So oh, it all yeah. ties. It all ties together. But they sit down to eat, and it is so peaceful without Lindsay. It is it is so just a breath of fresh air, breath of peace without mm-hmm. Lindsay being there. And they start talking. Jasmina asks if Steve and Noy feel pressure to stay together because they're the paradise couple. They're the, what? Because they don't talk about their issues in front of other people. Everyone thinks they're so great. It's on social media. You guys people. are the parent. Well, that wasn't about Steve, Teresa. That was just about, that was about something else completely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we're not totally there yet. We need more time. And Katina's like, yeah, for us, I feel like we need deeper conversations. And Elijah runs like, Katina and I, we're having those real conversations. You know, it gets ugly, but we keep it real. And I think I'm pretty sure Elijah had a T-shirt today that said, I keep it real. He was wearing that. His, yeah. I'm telling you, all these, all these motivational T-shirts. Um, and Michael's like, for me, meeting with the medium, that was the first time I felt like Jasmina really cared for me because she she was there for me before the meeting. She prepared me. She She wanted to make sure I was okay with this. So it was the first time I felt like she was really there. I was beautiful in a way because she started crying. Oh, my god! It was very emotional. I really thought that this was the bond. But I also watched the previews. Yeah. So I know that it wasn't the bond. But the I really thought is still it dry. was it. She still got that dry very vagina. Dry. Um, But then you cut to Lindsay at urgent care. She's passed out getting an IV. <laughs> but... <laughs> Like this health insurance, if you go to urgent care, will health insurance cover your hangovers? No. You're mm. going to charge you $1,500. Yikes. Probably. But she wakes up 30 minutes later. She's fine. She's like, I was just dehydrated. Yeah, we know. Grab a Gatorade and go to bed, Lindsay. You're mm-hmm. making your man drive you to urgent care? Ridiculous. So crew heads back to Boston. In the car, Steve brings up the whole living situation. Because remember, we heard Noid isn't sure if she can mm-hmm. move in with Steve. And she's like, it's scary. I know we got married. But there's this final, this one final step that I don't know that I can take saying goodbye to my life before marriage. I haven't processed that yet. I mean, honestly, there is a small part of me that understands when she was saying, I finally have my own thing. 
I finally got my own studio. You, I have, finally... you have an eight foot by eight foot studio apartment. Well, I understand just the emotional attachment. But if you feel this way, you shouldn't have gotten married. That's it. That's it right there. Like going into this experiment, right, means you do want this. Yeah. And again, I can understand it's hard letting something go, but you would feel like this if you date someone and you eventually get past all this and then you get engaged, you get married, but you have the time. Yeah. These guys don't have the time. And it really seems like that she is questioning what she did. And here's why I think it's an issue. Because she wants to hold on to it just in case. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a safety net. And that's not going to help your relationship grow. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of money, first of all. If you're so worried about money, yeah. no, that's a waste of money to have an apartment in Boston. No matter how small it is, it's, it's Boston. It's going to be $1,000 plus mm-hmm. if it's a shoebox. It's a waste of money. More, but yeah. Oh, definitely more. But it's also a source of tension because. If I was Steve, I would think you, you still have this safety net that you can run back to if things get tough. You're not fully in this. Mm-hmm. You're not fully committed. You got to cut the umbilical cord like that alpaca mm-hmm. did, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And be great, fully great committed. Example. Great example. Great callback. Love it. So that's where it ends. And I don't know if it was a bonding trip for anyone. We thought maybe Jasmine and Michael, this was... The power it trip. Seemed the like power I move. think if we didn't see the previews, I would say definitely. Yeah. But it was definitely, it could definitely be a breaking point for Mark and Lindsay. I would say it should be. Mm-hmm. But Mark, mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's biding his time. He's gonna ride it out till the decision day. We'll see. We'll see. That's the episode, guys. I loved it. I thought the drama was I there. I loved it later. Okay. I liked it later. At the beginning. When Steve and I kept bringing up the social media, yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. enough is yeah, enough. The horse people. is dead. Yes. The horse, but let the horse rest in peace. Once I saw the baby alpaca and then the drama. Aww. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine like, how close was that farm? Because that poor baby alpaca being exposed to this drama oh my so soon in life. That can't be good also, for an can alpaca. can we go there and yeah. do the same thing? Look, guys, we need some friends and we'll get it. All right. <laughs> That's it. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Message us. Teresa loves when you message her. She's going to respond. I'm going to make her respond. I, you don't have to make me. I do respond. I know. You do respond. But we're getting... You we're make getting... me sound like uh, I don't respond to our friends, but I do. You do. You do. You just you just got a lot going on. Got a lot going on. The messages. Well, we're going to respond. We're going to respond. I am going to respond. I'm going to respond. I am going to respond. I want to talk to our friends too. You always sneak in the background. I you're know. like, I know. You're like, uh, <laughs> hey, did you did you reply? I just feel a little left out. That's all I'm saying. Okay, maybe one day <laughs> I'm going to respond. All right, so follow us on Instagram at Married Through Reality Pod. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, I got to bring it back because smash it like it's as hot and warm mm. as the beautiful baby alpaca. Yeah, that's great. Okay, and thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, could you please, could you do it? Could you leave one? Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Okay, Uh, that's it. Did you do my baby alpaca voice? No, it was Family Guy. Oh, sounded the same. Ah, That's Little David, okay? No. Don't mix and match. Mm -hmm. But there's a Family Guy thing where it's like, just a little. 
didn't watch I'm it, gonna, so I'll I don't find know. It. I'll show okay. you. Anyways, we have clearly said it all. Oh, have you said it all? Way too much. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.